Hi everyone, welcome to Let Me Tell You Something Podcast. It is Wista and welcome back to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, and I just ramble about the most random shit that pops in my head. Let's just start off with this life update right now. Obviously, you guys know that I recently graduated. It's been like, what? Actually, it's been a month since I graduated with my master's degree. So your girl is looking for a grown woman job. Yes, I am looking for jobs right now. Yes, I've done a few interviews, which I'm so shocked, like especially within like the first week of applying jobs I did get some callbacks so I'm working on that the only thing is I hate about like the job searching process and that's so freaking annoying is specifically if you're like applying for like PR jobs or marketing jobs could be like any job even if you're doing like graphic design or even like art they want you to do like a project so I'm thinking to myself is I don't have to do a project but I have to take like a writing test I'm thinking to myself is why do I have to write you something i have to write you a pitch a press release or something for your media kit and i literally submitted all those to with my application i gave you all the work i fucking did and now i have to redo it again and i'm not even getting paid for it i literally had this conversation with my friend it doesn't make sense that when people are searching for jobs yes looking for a job is kind of like it is a job but to the point where these companies Y'all desperately need people, but you're telling me, okay, well, I want you to do this assignment and then we'll we'll basically say if we want you or not. But then again, too, those same ideas or those same like tactics that you put into that project that they want you to do for free, they end up using it, which we've seen happen with many like clothing companies and all that. So, so I take the writing test and sitting through it, there were two times I could take it. I could take it in the evening and submit it in the morning. But sitting through it, I was just like, yeah, this is not it for me. I can't do this because if I really am having like an anxiety attack doing this, how am I going to be able to function during the work? And a lot of people are like, well, you could just Google this and that. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I just feel like companies need to give like potential employees a compensation for even putting in their hard work like i gotta freaking make a resume for you that shit probably takes like fucking four hours to make depending on what kind of experience you have and making sure that you can get through ai because ai is a fucking bitch and then i gotta make you a cover letter telling you why i'm fit for this fucking job hello i already freaking pick all the fucking checks on the freaking job description page i don't need to tell you just look at the fucking resume and you could talk to me then we could talk about it that's why whenever i do like a job interview and i know damn well i did a cover letter and they asked how um what are your questions i asked you about the fucking cover letter what can i do to improve my cover letter so i can know if you fucking read it or not I do sound fed up, but it's just annoying. I just hate the process of like applying for jobs online when we know that like nepotism is real to a certain extent, or even if they put like certain positions are open. If you're going to be hiring in-house, leave it in-house. Tell your employees that you're looking for a position to be filled in a specific department and they can go out there and use their connections for that network. And I understand why they ask, oh, do you know somebody? And if you you don't know that person, they'll probably just put you in the trash file. But still, leave that shit in-house if you're going to have it in-house. Then hire somebody's son, daughter, niece, or nephew. I don't freaking know because it's getting so fucking annoying for some people. Because I'm more of an optimistic person 
what's meant for me will come my way. We do have to do like, we'll go through certain um, situations where we'll interview with a company and you might be like, nah, I'm not feeling the vibe. This is not it for me. Let me just keep moving and I'll find the one right for me. When it comes to that process, cause I have a few friends, they might not be optimistic like me. Like I have a friend, she's like, I have bad luck when it comes to these things. So it manifests into bad luck. It's just being optimistic when it comes to this process, but that's for anything in life, honestly. You gotta just think positive and know that everything happens for a reason. And one last thing before we are done with these life updates, I'm tired of y'all companies freaking telling me to paste my fucking resume on there and then I have to fill it out again. And even when I paste it on, y'all get the whole shit incorrect. I hate that shit. So please fix that shit. If I paste my resume on there, it's pasted on there. You could just freaking print it or download it. Thank you. Okay, let's get on to the topics of the week. So the topics of the week this week, oh my God, we have so many train wrecks, you guys. Like, I don't understand what is going on with you people. The celebrities, well, celebrities always been train wreck, but like y'all are train wreck, train wrecks for real. I'm not gonna go too in depth just because this is a lot of like toxic energy and I don't got time for this toxic energy. So let's start with Carmelo Anthony and Lala Anthony. I don't know her real fucking last name. Let me do a quick Google search. Hold on. Let me do a quick Google search. Okay. So her last name is Vasquez. I'm pretty sure she's still going to keep the Anthony um, last name, obviously. But Lala Anthony and Carmelo Anthony are getting divorced. I'm not surprised about it. I thought these motherfuckers was not together anyways, but they are getting divorced due to infidelity. And I will say this, it goes in both ways for this relationship because their relationship is toxic as hell. God, I hate talking about cheating, you guys, because I just it's just so much low vibrational energy. But their relationship is just toxic as hell this is why i tell people straight up stop looking for celebrities as like an inspiration for like your relationship goals i don't believe in that shit like these people yes they have money they have all this fame and all that but they are people they have the same type of shit that you do they take shits just like you they go to the mall like you maybe they smell a little bit more than you do but that's perfectly fine they go and deal with the same shit like you so stop looking up to these people carmela anthony was stupid with cheating Lala was a little bit more discreet, although we did know about the Honey Nut Cheerios gate. If you don't know about that, you better go Google it, because I'm not going to explain to you about Lala's little fling with um, Kevin Garnett. I don't be talking about NBA, WAGS, T. That's not me, personally. And this is too much low vibrational energy. All I'm going to say is this was a disaster to start with, because even when it comes to the dynamic of the relationship, you could even tell they're not, like, really into each other. Like, you could tell that she's more into him than him. But then again, too, you could tell that they were checked out to a certain extent. But at least her, Lala and Kim, can be like divorce besties if you think about it Ooh, that sounds so mean but yeah they could be divorce besties they're both single they are seen in social media as women that are high value which we're gonna get to that um high value shit in like a few after this but they're seen as high value i'm putting air quotations i think they have a chance to get a new baller or someone like that there are rumors that kim is messing with van jones but that's a conversation we can have another time i just think that lala anthony and carmela anthony just weren't match made in heaven it just never was but even when it comes to like getting relationships with athletes i tell ladies this if you want to date a sports player do it if you want to just know you're gonna get your heart broken you're gonna get your heart broken but guess what you'll be wiping your tears with money and a birkin bag i ain't mad about that but i don't have time for that shit because my ass is gonna be doing some haitian food on your ass psych because i don't do that but i do know people who can do that but i wouldn't do it because a lot of y'all niggas are not worthy of a spell 
Sorry. Now that we're done talking about one cheating motherfucker, well, two cheating motherfuckers, let's go to the third one, Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thomas. I don't understand what Khloe, Khloe is a glutton for public embarrassment. Khloe is a glutton for public embarrassment. It's like public embarrassment, specifically when it comes to this relationship is like, I don't, I don't know if it's something she desires because it does give her media attention, but it's like, do you like to get your heart broken and get played? But then again, to the dynamic between their relationship, I feel like it's karma. I really do think that it's karma because Tristan just got caught again, cheating, something that he's used to doing, got caught at a party with three women. They went to a room. Like I said, go on TMZ, go Google it. Google is free. But we know recently there was a reunion for the Keeping Up the Kardashians and Chloe and the whole family said that Jordan never apologized to Chloe about kissing Tristan, but we all saw Red Tabletop. She did publicly apologize. So that is something they're just lying on her name. I guess that's one of the karmas that they have to deal with. I feel like the Kardashian Jenner clan, they have karma come for their ass somehow, some way. And let's not forget too is Chloe. You took French Montana from Trina. You took another dude from somebody else. Specifically, you took a bunch of like black women's men. Although some of the men that they did take, well, majority of the men that they stole from like their friends, I'm putting air quotes. Y'all claim they're high value men. I don't see anything high value about them. Just because you got money does not mean you're high value. I'm sorry. And I hate this freaking um, narrative that the freaking femininity movement does or even like the masculinity movement does where it's okay, you're high value if you have a certain type of net worth, if you have these many investments. But it's like, hello, you could be a rich motherfucker and have terrible character and integrity because a high value person has integrity, character. Okay, they got money too depending on their financial status, but it's like, are you really high value if you don't understand your value? You don't know who you are. You don't know what you're doing with your life. You don't value the person that you're in a relationship with. How does money bring your value up? Yes, it does bring your value up in a certain extent in society, especially when it comes to men, because obviously we rate men based on like how they can take care of a woman and a family and all that. But still, a lot of these men that y'all say are high value because y'all show them to me on Instagram and all that shit, they're not high value. They're low vibe energy. They are low vibrational men just with finances. They have something that they can can put over you that's why sometimes i tell people it is perfectly fine if you want to date somebody and be a stay-at-home mom please please make sure you always stash some money away because finances switch up and i think a lot of people don't think about that finances do switch up some days you're going to be making more and the next day your partner's going to be making more and we've seen that with the pandemic where the person who was making less was a freaking breadwinner and the person who was making more wasn't the breadwinner anymore but not only that y'all get mad when let's say for example a woman has more masculine energy rather than like feminine energy what is wrong with a woman having like masculine energy if she wants to be in her masculine energy you guys do know that everyone has a balance of masculine and feminine energy to be whole as a person you have to have 50 50 of both because the feminine energy is about creative creativity and then the masculine energy is all about structure and how to make keep it going so i like i said high value, femininity, masculinity talk. I don't do that shit because it comes down to like how that person thinks 
and whatever that person wants to do. If you want to be more feminine, be more femme. If you want to be more masculine, be more masculine. If you just want to be in the fucking middle, be in the fucking middle, because I don't give a fuck anymore. But Chloe is a fucking glutton to public humility, and I understand some people get off by getting pub, um, publicly humiliated. I understand that. But girl, you are an example to your daughter, regardless of what it is. Like, parents, I, that's the thing I don't understand. Do y'all not understand specifically? And I say this to like, even my guy friends. Like, you are a representation of who your child might want to be with. Chloe is a glutton for embarrassment. Like, I don't know how people get off for embarrassment. I understand that some people kinks, and I'm not going to kink sham because that's not my thing. But if that's what you like to do, that's what you like to do. We'll see how long this breakup lasts. She'll probably be going back for his ass anyways. I don't know what else to say about Tristan, third trimester Thomas. Leave that woman alone. Leave that woman alone. Leave all these other women alone. And that's another thing. Do these people not worry about STDs? Do y'all not worry about STDs? Because this make no sense to me. Y'all really, just because they got medicine and everything don't mean shit that you just purposely want to get it. Like, protect yourself at least. Sheesh. Okay, now that we have the cheaters out of the way, I'm pretty sure they'll be back next week. But let's talk about Chrissy Teigen and all the fucking fucked up shit she's done throughout the past few years. I'm not a Chrissy Teigen fan, never really was, just not okay. She's a semi-pretty lady that's married to John Legend and was on like a Sports Illustrated cover. But anybody who really was into pop culture back in like 2010, during those times, you know pop culture at that time was crazy because you had to deal with the Kardashians being at the height of their fame. And well, they were at their peak. And then we also had the rise of Love and Hip Hop and all these other reality TV shows that were just stumbling upon TV or even couples therapy. This was around the time that Lindsay Lohan just disappeared and went to like Greece. Just just think about that timeline and how crazy it was. And this was after Britney shaved all her hair off and all that. Free Britney. But Courtney Stoden is from Washington State. She was married to this man named Doug Hutchinson. I don't remember what he does, but he was like an actor and everything. Oh yeah, he was an actor. I'm looking on Google right now. He was on Lost and Kidnapped and all these other um, shows. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because their relationship was so fucking problematic during that time because Courtney was a minor when she got married to him. They met when he was 51 and she was actually either 15 or 16 at that time and they got married. I'm going to say allegedly, but they got the fucking pictures on the internet of her wearing her freaking dress and holding her um, bouquet, but I'm still gonna say allegedly and allegedly for the other topics too, I forgot to say that. But they got married when she he was 51, she was 16 and that... Dude, when I tell you that girl was getting so much shit for being married to this damn man, I'm not gonna lie, even I was talking shit about her and I was like freaking, how old was I? She was old, she's older than me. I was like basically either 13 or 14 when they were in that relationship and I was just so amazed like, wow, this girl is two years older than me and she's basically married to her uncle or her grandfather because there are some grandparents who are in their 50s or her dad. It just amazed me. Her parents allowed her to marry a man who is close to the age of the senior discount at the Golden Corral. That's what really amazed me right there. So she was getting called out all over TMZ, People Magazine. Basically, think of like all the publications that are similar to The Sun. They even like compared her at a certain point. They would compare her to like those little kids on like Toddlers and Tierras, which was very weird. But 
like I said, people like to slander for no reason when, when we don't even know what situations that person is going through in their life. When it comes to Chrissy Teigen, Chrissy Teigen told her to kill herself. That is something you don't tell somebody like Chrissy Teigen. I just, a lot of people find her like snooty, mean little attitude, all that like clapbacks that she does on Twitter is cute. I never found it cute because even if you apologize for something, you still told somebody to kill themselves. You told somebody that their life isn't worthy. You don't know what she was going through when she was in that relationship. She could have been manipulated in that relationship. You, you She could have been abused in that relationship. And you basically told this girl who was dealing with not only dealing with her age of being a teen, dealing with the factors of marriage, also marrying someone who is a couple decades older than her, also dealing with the media, dealing with probably her family members judging her, dealing with like being with someone with money and dealing with probably with people asking her for money and all that shit. And you told her somebody to kill herself. And I get it. She apologized. I didn't like the apology. Maybe it's just me in the PR perspective. When it comes to like putting an apology, it's usually best to put it out in a snap because the longer it takes, it just makes the public believe that, okay, you don't care about this shit and you're just drafting out the email. But the only thing I'll say is I give her props that she didn't put it on the notes app because the notes app, I think it was Taylor Swift who did it first when she got away with it because we when people use the notes app to apologize, it's just to give you like the image of thinking, okay, they wrote this out and it's authentic. No, it's not. It's usually the PR agent or like the account um, assistant executive at the PR firm who wrote that shit out for them. I did think that the apology was sincere to a certain extent, but this is Chrissy a fucking Sag, okay? Sagittarius is, depending on which what type they are, evolved or unevolved, you know they hotheads. You know it's either, you just don't know what they're gonna do. They're either gonna be like this one day and they're gonna be cold the next day. So we'll see how it goes with that, but... She still has one more person to apologize to, everyone. Chrissy still needs to apologize to Convention A. Wallace. I'm pretty sure I butchered her name. I'm sorry about that, girl. But she needs to apologize to her because I don't know if you guys remember that one movie that came out back in, I think... It came out in 2012 and she was in that film that actually got nominated for an Oscar and she got nominated for Oscar for best actress too. It was for the beast of the Southern wild. People at that time were mad that a little eight year old was nominated for an Oscar. I'm just like, okay, well y'all just mad that y'all ain't never going to touch a fucking Oscar or even attend the Oscars. But they were mad that an eight year old got nominated for an Oscar and she was basically just walking around being her carefree self, having fun at this damn event. Chrissy Teigen tweeted something saying in the lines of like, am I supposed to like Convention A. Wallace? Am I supposed to like really like her because she's acting like a small brat? Hello, she's eight years old. You expect an eight year old to like understand these um, cues and all that shit? No, she wants to fucking play her fucking toys and if she was this Oscar, guess what? She has a new fucking toy to play with. Obviously, she didn't win it, sadly. But either way, she still got nominated for an Oscar. And Chrissy, you ain't got none of them fucking awards because guess what? No one was even checking for you. We just know you as John Legend's wife. And even if you were on Sports Illustrated, guess what? We didn't care about you because we cared about that other freaking girl. What's her name? The one with the big boobs freaking Kate Upton had the come up that you wanted. She was in a freaking movie with Nicki Minaj and Karen, Cameron Diaz. You're probably thinking, what's the, why are you going ham on this? Well, allegedly Chrissy called Quaventionet a 
you know what the c word i almost said the word myself but that is the legend i'm pretty sure i gotta still like go through because some people are saying that it's the onion but then other people are saying it's chrissy either way this young woman was called the c word and no one deserves to be called that and especially for the fact that this girl has done so many like milestones that some people take fucking years to do and she did that shit at eight years old so y'all gotta have to put some respect on her name and freaking give her that fucking apology because you did not apologize to her and then you had fucking michael costello's racist ass allegedly the michael costello story is still developing so i don't really have that much information although that he did say the n-word to a woman and also said that oh he did dresses for beyonce and you're just the n-word or some shit like that just this is my translation this is the worst translation do your googles google is free chrissy apologize to this young lady so we can move on from this fucking scandal and crisis although Quaventione is doing her thing and still getting booked and she is busy i'm pretty sure she's not even bothered by this bullshit anyways now we are done with the train wrecks of the week. They should be embarrassed of themselves because all the shit they've been going through is fucking embarrassing. I wanted to give you guys a little bit lowdown about the whole Michael B. Jordan crisis that's going on with the venture that he's doing in regards of like this Trinidadian rum that he's supposedly coming out with that he's sending out PR packages for and everything. So he trademarked the name Juve. And anybody who knows about Juve, it's very popular in Trinidad. Well, Carnival in general is popular everywhere, but Trinis are known for Juve. Like, if you're going to go to a fucking Carnival, you're going to fucking Trinidad for that shit. And that's understandable because, ooh, I'm not going to lie. They, they, they win it when it comes to Carnival. They win when it comes to Carnival. But he decided to trademark um, Juve and his business partner, is of Trini descent. So I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, two people in the diaspora working together. And I was just like, why are people, why are Trinidadians mad about this? But then I have to think to myself is, hey, there's a reasoning behind this. There's a reason why they're not happy about this. And they're accusing him of cultural appropriation. Then to find out in the trademark, he said, it's written that Juve and in the filling has no meaning in any language juve does have a meaning and juve is usually celebrated to celebrate trinidadian freedom their ancestors and all that obviously that's what carnival that's what we do at carnival in many west indian cultures so it's understandable that the trinidadian community is going to be mad about this because they're like yo something that our ancestors went through something that we do to celebrate our ancestors you're saying there's no meaning to it when there actually is a meaning to it but the only thing that doesn't make sense to me is the fact that if y'all got trini investors why didn't anybody think about this like hello whoever was doing the trademarks for them and all that did anybody think hey maybe we should make sure we write down the meaning of juve and do all that and the only thing that pissed me off really when it came to the situation obviously with that whole situation with the whole oh juve doesn't have a meaning to it this and that i didn't like the way he pronounced it he said juvert i didn't like that at least know how to pronounce it correctly i was happy that people within the black diaspora are working together someone from america and then someone of trained descent i think that's amazing i do think that something like this does have to happen so we as a whole community within all sectors of the diaspora can work together and just like do some dope shit but obviously a situation like this does need to be fixed so he needs to come out with an apology to the trinidadian community even his investors too i don't know i would do a fucking video with the investor because if you're telling me your co-founder is also trinidadian and they were just like well we didn't know anything about it. how you trinidadian you're not gonna rep your culture but then the business you're selling is repping your culture 
I can totally understand that Trinidadians are mad about Juve being trademarked and then also it being written as it has no meaning. But then again, too, they're also mad that the rum isn't even being made in Trinidad. It's being made in America through Bacardi. And we already know Bacardi already has a lot of scandals when it comes to many cultural alcoholic beverages. So it's understandable that they're like, okay, you're already saying that some part of our culture has no meaning to it, but then you're going to use our culture and use something that's in our culture. But instead of using a Trinidadian um, rum company or rum maker, you're going to use a notorious well-known company like Bacardi. So it's like, do you really own it or is it really Bacardi? And then you're just the face of it. So that's understandable too. When it comes to the situation, like I said earlier, he needs to come out with an apology. The freaking business partner too needs to come out with it too because you're just as much as blamed for it. You're Trinidadian and you let all this shit pass. So that is something that's very important. I'm gonna need us to have the same energy that we're having for Michael B. Jordan for these non-black business people that come to black-ruled countries and establish plenty of businesses there that's not even catered to the citizens of that country. Because we see that happen in places like Labadee with Haitians and how Labadee, you have boats that go there like cruise ships and they're letting tourists on there, but then Haitians can't even go on there to sell their stuff, which can actually help with their economy. So that is something definitely we need to talk about. I know that doesn't go in ties with Michael B. Jordan's situation because his stuff is being distributed in America and it's being made in America, but still, that is a topic we do need to go and talk about, but I'm going to bring like some friends on it, some of my business friends to talk about that shit. But I'm going to let y'all go because... My family is going crazy right now. There's some shit going on in Haiti. So, the, you know, they're being fucking loud. And I don't I don't feel like talking to myself anymore. So y'all have an amazing week. Follow this podcast the same way you're listening to it. You can find it on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, all the damn fucking places that they have your fucking favorite podcasts. I'm out of here. Bye. Talk to y'all next week.